Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This is the only opportunity we have tonight with each other. We don't get these. It's time for 92.9 The Game's High School Scoreboard Show. Join us along with high school sports guru Sam Crenshaw and former high school football head coach Chris Parker. Listen in as we get you up to date on everything you need to know in the world of high school football in Georgia. From score updates to live reports from the week's top matchups, we bring Friday Night Lights to life. Hey, let's get this thing popping, man! 92.9 The Game's High School Scoreboard Show is brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. The 92.9 The Game's High School Scoreboard Show is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Chris. And a good Friday evening. A little hour later. We started at 8 o'clock. But hey, it's Friday night. Football season, fall is here. And you can feel it. I mean, you really can feel it if you step outside. That humidity, it made the clothes cling to you the minute you walked outside. It's gone, man. It's not there. It's gone. It's gone. Sam Critchell along with Chris Parker. I got Dom Tarowski doing things on the other side of the glass. And we got our crew working tonight. Welcome to the Scoreboard Show, High School Scoreboard Show. Here on Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And whatever way you can access us tonight, be it on your phone, your smart device, uh, or on the Odyssey app, uh, be sure and download that. There are people who listen to us on the Odyssey app. Man, I'm hearing some people in other states who are listening to the Scoreboard Absolutely. Show. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, that, that's the people who want to follow Georgia high school football and what's going on. And so... We're here to let you know what's happening. Glad you're with us tonight. If you're out to the game, I guess you're already at the game. We're talking. We're on at eight o'clock, Chris. Um, you know, most of the games kicked off over a half hour ago. Yeah, being a good coach, Sam's all about adjusting. We had to adjust. We started at eight o'clock last week. You guys had to go without me. We're had to play a man you. down. We, we said you were on assignment. I was on assignment somewhere you, a long way from here, long way. without my phone or any. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was great to get away. But I did miss you guys. But I know Eric did a great job and and. Yep. I was a little concerned it wasn't going to be able to get back in today like you guys no, shut me out. No, but no, I'm glad man. I got back in, and we got the whole crew back. We got yeah. Eric, Garrett, Day-Day, everybody's back today. Everybody's out. Everybody's working on games uh, around the region, and you will be hearing from them as we go along uh, this evening. A lot of big games going on, some battles of undefeateds uh, that are happening, and we're going to keep an eye on some of those games as well. So we got some great matchups tonight starting to get into region play. Uh, for some of our teams in the area, we just see one who is it. Grayson just got a score. Yeah, Grayson already. just scored to go up twelve to nothing over Lounge. Over Lounge. That's a big game, you know, Sam, because that Coach Adam Carter 
the coach at Lowndes, won the state championship at Grayson a few years ago. He was the head coach at Grayson for a few years. Goes down there. It's his first year at Lowndes. All those guys on Grayson played for him last year. They got a little um, little extra pep in their step tonight. Well, he wants to come up and do something this week because last week they were beaten by East Coweta. Yeah. Yeah. Who went down there. So, um, you know, we, just a lot of good football teams in 7A, Sam. Yes, a lot of good football teams. They are. And you think about those regions and you think about, you know, some good team is not going to make it. Yeah, and there's going to be some tough first-round playoff games. There will be. Because there, there's just there's more than 32 good football teams, and there's probably eight or nine legit state championship contenders. Yeah. And, you know, we got North Cobb and Milton is playing right now. Milton's winning 14-7 to in the second quarter. That's two big 7A prominent teams. Uh, you look at East Coweta and Lambert. Yeah. Maybe not on that top level of people you normally think of, but, hey, both of them are undefeated. You said East Coweta beat Lowndes last week. I was on assignment. I didn't know. But <laughs> I heard yeah. in my assignment that yeah. East Coweta beat Lowndes. So, East Coweta's undefeated. Lambert's undefeated. One of them's not going to be undefeated tonight, though, Sam. And Garrett is there, right? Yeah, we'll, we'll be there, and we're bringing us up to date. And already it's 2 nothing, I believe. 2 nothing. They're playing he, basketball. They're playing baseball. Baseball. I guess. I mean, the squeeze place. We're bunt, they bunted a couple of runs home. East Coweta is up 2 nothing in that game. Matter of fact, you know, let's, 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 let's hit the opening drive and get some people up update on what's happening this week. It's time for the opening drive. Brought to you by the WSauce. Bigger, better, bolder. Visit WSauce.com to find a retailer near you. All right, so glad you're with us as we open things up. And, um, my, there's some scores that are already happening. I don't know which ones you're looking at that really get your attention most. We got some teams in the area we don't usually get to see in the area. Like I said, Lowndes is playing in Metro Atlanta tonight, as is Valdosta. Is there anybody left in Valdosta? I don't know. No. They all came up here. They're, they're all up here for football tonight as Valdosta is playing out at McEachern tonight. Game I'm watching in Gwinnett is Mill Creek and Parkview. Yeah, Mill Creek and Parkview is going to be a great game to watch. There's some games tonight. You're seeing a couple of perennial powers go at it. We talked about Grayson and Lowndes, Norcobb and Milton, Mill Creek, Parkview. Let me tell you two teams that aren't in the same class that are going at it, Colquitt County and Cedar Grove. And early, 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 Colquitt, 29, Cedar Grove 7. Wow. Colquitt putting it on them early. Yeah. Down in South Georgia. They're sending a message. I mean, Colquitt, Colquitt they, you know. They've, they've been, been sneaky really good so yeah. far. Kind of quietly. They're not, not, not that number one team. Or, but they, they, they're out there. They're out there. They're out there. Yeah. And you're watching for them. And then with Cedar Grove, you're talking a little classification. Um, you're playing a game like that. But, you know, they as you always say, they're playing whoever will play them. They're playing who will play them. And that's what they're doing. And the, the 3A teams are not encouraged by Cedar Grove's bad record, I can assure you. <laughs> they're not encouraged by that. The, eventually they're going to get into 3A competition and they're going to be very battle-tested. So I commend those guys for going down to South Georgia. They go everywhere. They go everywhere and play whoever. Yeah. Um, but I, wasn't, I am impressed with Colquitt County jumping out early in that game because I know how good Cedar Grove is. Uh, so can Colquitt County – Got a really good football team this year, Sam. Yep. We watch for them. We watch for them. We see some other games that are, that are underway. I'm seeing Rome is up on Alatoona, 14 nothing. That's the first quarter squad. And that one, Alpharetta's up on Pope, uh, 7 nothing. They are Blessed Trinity and Sprayberry, both teams at 3 and 1. Uh, BT has a 7 nothing lead. Second quarter uh, in that game, Roswell, 14. Johns Creek, nothing. That's the first quarter score um, in that game. We just checked some scores. Tucker Stevenson, this is a big game in DeKalb County. We'll be getting an update later tonight from this one. Right now, Tucker is leading this one 7-6 to six as a first quarter score. 
Yeah, that's a rivalry. You know, another rivalry down in the Savannah area, Effingham County and South Effingham. Mm-hmm. You know much about that? Yeah. Effingham leading 12 nothing early. That's a big one there. Uh, Jefferson and Clark Central. Jefferson's up 13 um, uh playing against Clark Central. That's the first quarter score uh, in that game. Kennesaw Mountain 14-7 to over South Cobb still in the first quarter. Harrison 7, Pebblebrook nothing in the second quarter. Harrison, one of the top defenses in 7A right now, uh, still shutting out Pebblebrook 7 nothing. Really good, really good. We got a Stars Mill score. Stars Mill up 7 nothing on Troop County. We're going to get a check-in from that game at halftime. Kevin Ackleberry is uh, at that one, and we will hear from him uh, coming up at, um, you know, coming up um, at, halftime of, at halftime of that game. So there's something else going on. And right now, let's you know what? We used to check in with I.J. Rosenberg. Let's check in with him in the game that uh, score Atlanta had tonight. They have Buford tonight. Buford. Buford and Marietta. I.J., welcome, welcome to the scoreboard show. Hey, guys. What's going on? Hope all is well. Yeah, we've got Buford um, and uh, Marietta game that we actually uh, sort of set before the season started. I don't think that anybody felt like uh, – this game was going to have the two teams. Uh, I think everybody felt like Buford would be undefeated, but I don't think anybody felt like Marietta uh, would be in the position they're in. But look, they got a chance tonight to, uh, you know, to make a, you know, make a statement. And uh, but I'll tell you what, Buford's off. Buford's awful good. So I think it's it, it could be a long night for Marietta. Yeah, Marietta's one and four right now, IJ. But here's the good news for them: after tonight, they play in their region, which is Hillgrove, McEachern, and Harrison, and North Paulding, and them. And it's a it's the most difficult region in seven A for the computers anyway to pick who should win it. So, I think they've got a chance, but they got to get something going against this team, Buford. What what is something they can do tonight to get that momentum? Well, I think. You know, Richard Morgan, the coach, you know, was extremely high before Corky Kell and the quarterback. And, um, you know, I think that it just hasn't so far worked out that way for him. Now, they've had a very difficult schedule. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, sir. You know, playing walls. I mean, it, it, it's been difficult since the beginning. Uh, but I think, you know, they need better play from the quarterback. And uh, I think all three of us realize at whatever level you're at, you have, you know, that quarterback's got to, got to play and uh so you know if if, you know if they can get some good play out of their quarterback tonight and a little bit more consistent offensively um then you know they could make a game of it i'm not going to say they're going to beat them uh, yeah but they certainly but that's what they need to make that statement in their region right i mean that's what they've got to have and IJ's right at any level, including my collegiate alma mater, the quarterback yes. play makes a difference. He is his collegiate yeah. alma mater as well. IJ and my alma mater. Yeah, y'all, yeah. Both, need, the, y'all uh, both need quarterback help. The quarterback I, 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 I wrote a big Facebook <laughs> post about that. I, I like the kid at Alabama. I, I do too. I'm, I'm, and th- I know this isn't a college show, but I still can't figure out why after Milrow last year came in in the Arkansas game, played well when Bryce got hurt, and then – you know, who he was a quarterback, he, he had some mistakes in the Texas A&M game, but that they beat Texas A&M. Uh, you know, I'm not quite sure why he wasn't handed the job because I think after last week, yeah. watching those two other poor kids play, I mean, you had to be able to tell the difference in practice. But, look, I'm not going to sit here and second-guess Nick Saban. But, you know, as far as Marietta and Buford, you know, Buford's such a heavy favorite right now. I mean, 
They've got, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in the country in high school. Of course, the kid will be going to Georgia next year. And uh, so, you know, we'll have a lot of people watching the uh, the TV night just to watch him. And, uh, you know, we got a chance to meet him at the media day. And uh, he's a nice kid. Um, You know, but it's, you know, he's not in an easy situation. I mean, he comes to Buford with a lot of pressure on him. Um, You know, especially since, you know, he probably – uh, you know, transferred in and, uh, you know, transferred over some kid that's been at Buford mm-hmm. for a while. But, you know, we keep seeing this, and, you know, this is sort of what high school football has become. Uh, you know, we talk about it a lot on the college level, the transfer portal. <laughs> Let me tell you something. they got a bigger transfer portal uh, here on the high school level in Georgia. Absolutely. I.J., last year Buford gave up under 100 points in the regular season. They didn't even play a close game. They dominated but they went out in the second round. So regardless if they win tonight, their goals are so much further down the road. What what do you think they need to see tonight, regardless of when? Well, I I think they learned a big lesson. You know, we did that game last year, and I I talked to you guys right before that game. Um, And Walton just totally, they just outplayed them. They were outcoached. They were out everything. And, um I think that what Buford learned from last season is is you, you've got to do a better – well, two things. Number one, you can't just rely uh, on a kid like Justin Haynes, who was a running back last year, because Walton was, was for the most part, able to shut him down. Uh, but I think the number two thing is is that you, you can't keep you, – you, when you go into the postseason, and, and Sam and I know this from baseball better than anything, when – we did the Braves back in the '90s. You can't read your press clippings. Mm-hmm. You got to go out and you got to focus every night. And I think last year Buford, you know, stubbed their toe big time. I'm not going to take anything away from Walton. They beat them, uh, man for man. They beat them that night. Uh, but I think Buford's a different team this year. I think they're a little bit. They've got great players all over the field. I mean, they got five. I think they got three five stars, don't they, Coach? I yeah, mean, they do. I think yeah. three of those kids are. It's five probably stars. one so of the most talented defenses, especially ever we've ever seen. Yeah, and you're and when you talk about a five star, you know, you're supposedly talking about a, a kid that, you know, will be drafted, you know, mm-hmm. first round in the NFL. So, um, and that doesn't always happen, by the way. But, yeah. but that's what the intention of the fifth star is. So, uh, yeah, I like Buford. I love their coach. I just think that. He has he's brought a lot of class to Buford that they didn't have before him, uh, and um, you know they're going to be awful tough uh, down the road. But I, I guarantee you they're going to be paired, whether it's the first round or the second round or whatever round they get to. They'll they will definitely be prepared this year, uh, unlike last season when they got stung a little, you know a lot by Walton. Yep, that was that was the story of last season, but this is a different season. And you guys are showing uh, showing everyone an up-close look at this team tonight. And I know it's something that, that people are watching. Like like you said, people are tuning in to watch the quarterback, uh, to watch how, how he uh, executes today and how he plays in this game. And like you said, he's being judged, um, you know, for a lot of different reasons, obviously because he's in line to Georgia and head there with already got a quarter, uh, quarterback room already, but he's ready to go over there and take it on. So he will be watched and observed in the game tonight um and, and obviously it feels like football tonight ij we got this humidity yeah out. This it's is the cooled first down part, right well why is it cool today it was hot today but it certainly 
feels like it's cooled down and it's more fall, which is nice. And, and look, it's an exciting part of the year. I mean, we're going to get an opportunity pretty soon to see what the Braves can do in the postseason. Uh, you know, Falcons are two and zero. I was out there Sunday. I don't know if you were, Sam. Yeah, I was there Sunday. That's the, that's the best game they. You know, that's the biggest win they've had since 2017. So you know, we got some good things going on in this town, and obviously, high school football every Friday night. Uh, you know, certainly is one of them. Like the coach brought up. Uh, you know, we get into region play now. So you know, the non-region games they mean something, but they don't mean anything when it when they're you know getting as far as the playoffs are concerned. So we've got some region play um, and you'll start seeing some, you know, really good, you know, sort of neighborhood rivalries and different things like that. I I will say this, I'm real excited about what we got coming up next week. Uh, We're going to do something different. We're going down to Houston County um, and we'll have uh, uh, Lee County and Mm -hmm. Houston County. And that, that should be a real war. That's going to be a good one between, between those two schools. And, you know, we're going to, and I'll tell you listeners this, look for a big announcement Monday afternoon for Score Atlanta. Um, you know, there's there's going to be a pretty cool thing that, you know, we're going to be doing, and it's going to start right away, and it's going to include high school football. And, in fact, it's going to include all of high school. I can't tell you what it is. Okay. Uh, you'll find out Monday, but, you know, if you're around your Internet, you'll see it. And, uh, it's you know, I'm pretty excited about it, and certainly next Friday night from Houston County, we can talk about it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. Looking forward how to about, How was that, Sam, for a tease? I know right? it. I know it. You're going to make us wait all the way to Monday. That's okay, though. You pulled it off. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> you did a great job. IJ, right, thanks so much for some time. Your game tonight uh, is Buford against Marietta. On Peachtree TV. Peachtree TV. Peachtree yeah. TV. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Have a good weekend, okay? All Bye-bye. right. You do, too. That's I.J. Rosenberg with Score Atlanta. He, he got us something for us to watch out for Monday. Yeah. It's called a tease. Yeah. You know, I'm new. I'm learning. That's a tease. <laughs> that, that, that you got that, Dom? You know I knew all that. That is a tease. Uh, and we'll talk with him about it next Friday night. All right, folks. Through our first segment, games are underway. We got some updates coming up in the next segment. Our reporters have already got updates. We're going to check in with them. And then at 840, school days. Uh, Morgan Burnett's going to join us. Always great to catch up with him. We're not going to talk about the Green Bay Packers. We're not going to talk about Georgia Tech. We're going to talk about North Clayton in those days and those grudge matches with folks like Lovejoy and Riverdale. Great games that he enjoyed playing. That's coming up at 840 as our school day's guest. Just getting started on this Friday night. So glad you're with us. It is the Scoreboard Show, the high school scoreboard show. Hill Sports Radio, 929 The Game and 929thegame.com.
the game's high school's football scoreboard show. Friday night, under the light. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back inside our studios, nine floors up here in Midtown Atlanta. So glad you're with us for the Scoreboard Show. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker with you on this Friday night. And scores are happening, games are coming through. But we got our reporters who are out of games. We're going to check in with them. Let's start with Day Day Lewis. Sports Radio 92.9, the game, high school scoreboard show with Sam Crenshaw and Chris Parker. I'm Damian Dede Lewis live. Guys, here in Fairburn, Georgia, Langston Hughes High School as the Langston Hughes Panthers play host to the Douglas County Tigers. Big region matchup tonight. Both teams coming in at 1-0 in region play. And just at the top of the second quarter here, we have a 10-7 lead in favor of the Douglas County Tigers. It was the Tigers that would strike first as Sayre Hardaway would connect with Adam Carter for about a 10-yard touchdown. Langston Hughes would re respond with a Justice Savage rushing touchdown, knotting things up 7-all. But here at the start of the third quarter, Douglas County tacks on a field goal. And again, that score once again, 10-7 in favor of the Tigers. For the High School Scoreboard Show with Sam Crenshaw and Chris Parker, I'm Damian Dede-Lewis on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Back to you guys. All right, thanks a lot, Dede. Coach, what you think? Like Douglas County coming out swinging. Yeah, how about that? Excited for Douglas County. I mean, Langston Hughes has been the absolute – team in this area you know that south fulton douglas area won a state championship last year douglas county johnny white our friend actually worked at langston hughes yeah for you you know so a little bit of a little bit of history there a the little bit of knowledge with, of with each Coach other Cannon, those days back and there. i told you off the air before i thought they could hang with them and we'll see if they can keep it up i mean it's a long game but douglas county has a great team this year yep yep and they're showing it right now with the early lead in that game all right, let's check in with Garrett Chapman. Sports Radio 92.9, the game in the high school scoreboard show. This is Garrett Chapman live at Lambert High School, the home of the Longhorns. And we got a 2-0 score. East Coweta leads. And as it's the score indicates, this has been a defensive slugfest. Both defenses have played pretty well so far this game. And it's East Coweta that has the advantage due to a safety early on in this first quarter. There was a, a botched snap from Lambert that puts them back all the way to the one-yard line, and, and this East Coweta defense, they've got some big uglies up front. They've dominated the trenches so far in this game, and oh! We got a huge play here from East Coweta. Got them all the way down inside the red zone. I don't know what the score is. It looks like we got a touchdown. Yeah, guys, we got a touchdown. How about that? Live on the show. That's a, that's a, that's a live reaction for you guys. So your score now is eight to nothing. Eight to nothing, East Coweta leads, but when I say they've, they've been trying to get this passing attack going, um, just last week, Deshaun, uh, excuse me, Deshaun Horsley, I gotta get my wits together after that touchdown. Deshaun Horsley, he had 200 yard plus yards receiving and four touchdowns last week in their win against Lowndes, and he just had another huge play right there. Uh, so this air raid offense, they, they're seeing it work, and that was really the first big offensive play in this game. 
Uh, and I will say, though, the Lowndes offense, they were trying to get something going there on the drive just before this after an East Coweta fumble gave them the ball in the shadow of their own end zone. They got it out and were able to pick up some first downs. And ironically, those are the first first downs of the game for Lowndes. And this student section was able to throw some chalk up in the air and celebrate a little bit because they weren't able to celebrate or make any noise at all until Lowndes picked up its two first two first downs. And it wasn't until the final drives of the first quarter and subsequently into the second quarter that they did that. So it was a very quiet stadium here for a little bit. But your score now, live as you just heard, nine to nothing. East Coweta leads the Longhorns. Guys, it's chaos over here. We're feeling good. Back up to you. All right, Garrett. Thanks for the update. Nine nothing East Coweta uh, with the lead up at Lambert. Like I said, two undefeated teams going at tonight up in Forsyth County. Yeah, that's um, that's a battle up there. Garrett got a touchdown live. I know update. it. How about Garrett's that? Garrett's on it all of a sudden. Day Day usually holds those, you know. I know it. I know it. Um, had, had, had one. Had one for East Coweta's got a really good team. Yeah. Because Lambert's talented now, and East Coweta's kind of controlling that game, it sounds like, starting to take over a little bit. And East Coweta went down to South Georgia. You guys had Coach Small on last week. East Coweta is the real deal. And big second half coming up for Lambert to see if they can get back in that. We will see that. We got a second quarter score. McEachern 7, Valdosta nothing. Um, that's interesting. From out at Lost Mountain, we'll keep an eye on that one as well. And Pebblebrook has scored now. They're tied with Harrison 7-7. Seven, seven. Uh, the ball game is there. All right, folks, always, each week, we always get, get to see what the coach has for us. Let's check in now with the coach's checklist. Time now for Coach Parker's Coach's Checklist. As Coach and Chris Parker get their analysis of this week's biggest stories. Brought to you by Reliable Heating and Air. Get any sized air conditioner for only $69.99 per month. Visit ReliableAir.com. All right, Coach, what you got for us this week? I thought this week we're going to talk a little recruit. Okay. Big in, big topic in high school and college sports right now. And so I'm going to talk about the athletes and what they can control because there's a lot of factors they can't see. Transfer portal, NIL, stuff like that's made less opportunities to go straight from high school to college. Along with the COVID year. Along with the COVID year. All that stuff's changed. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about you want to play in college. You're one of these guys we're watching on GPB or Peachtree TV right now. You're one of the guys at home right now because your team's off today, but you want to play in college, what are the steps to get there? Well, step one, there's five. Step one is you got to have the grades. I won't talk about that, but every school has a minimum grade. Mm-hmm. You know, Harvard's is higher than others, but every school has a minimum. If you don't meet the grade requirement, you're not going. So that's simple as that. And it's not one of these things that they say, well, they're pretty good. No, no, no. Everybody you see playing on Saturday made their grade requirement. So – you check that box, Sam, then you get to go to step two. If you don't check that box, you're out. We don't even care about the other four steps. Wow. You get to step two yep. if you check the grade box. So you check the grade box, you go to step two, which is ability. And this is where most people get stopped, by the way. Because ability means your height, your weight, your 40 times. It's not just your highlight film, although that matters. All those things matter. Your game tape. But your 40 time, your height. I mean, if you're not this tall as an offensive lineman, they probably don't even go to step three. True. Even if you're a great player. Just real talk. Step one grades, you make that step, you go to step two ability. If you have the ability to play at the next level and the grades, then you're going to get to step three. Now think about how many people that is, Sam. So, I mean, millions of kids have the grades. Then you get it down to hundreds of thousands that have the ability maybe. But now we're going to separate 
in these last three steps. And the first one is with character. I mean, if you got if you're at Georgia, University of Georgia and you're going to recruit 25 players, that's all you're recruiting out of the thousands of good players in the country. All you can take is 25. There's 22 different positions. So in most cases, you're taking one tight end, one center. Well, in the whole country. Yeah, yep. So just because you have that ability, now we're going to sort these guys out a little bit and figure out which one gets in trouble more than who. Which ones has some issues in the classroom, issues out in public, issues in the game, you know, whatever. But they are going to look at that, but in step three. They're not going to look at it before they see if you can play some ball or not, right? Right. Step four, work ethic. This one gets people because this is the step. So you're a great player. You're one of these guys like Buford's got. Like, well, you're, you're a great player. You got the grades. You got the ability. You don't get in trouble. Now they're going to ask the coach and the folks around you questions like, how hard do they work at practice? How hard do they work in the weight room? Do they show up on time? Do they love the game? Are they a good teammate? Do they take criticism well? Questions like that. And when you get those questions, if that person is not given the right answer, you're out on step four. Okay. Because there's so many good guys. The University of Georgia has the best tight end in the country named Brock Bowers, right? right. He came from California. They only probably recruit one, maybe two tight ends that year. So if they get this guy from California, we got four or five really, really elite tight ends in Georgia, but maybe they didn't get offered because it's very hard to get offered. So every one of these things is so critical, and it's important that the people around you give great evaluations of your work ethic. Yeah. The last thing, flexibility. And this is even more true than anything. So, one, you had the grades. You get to go to step two. You have, you have the ability. You're good enough to play. Three, you don't have any major character issues that would knock you off the board. Four, the coaches, the people around you say you work hard, you take criticism, you, you, know, you want to get better. Now you get to go to step five, which you have a little more control over. You decide where you're going to play. So if, if you decide I'm only going to play at Division I school, you're limiting yourself. You decide I'm only going to play in Georgia, you're limiting yourself. You say I'm only going to play in the South, you're limiting yourself. So if you want to get to play, you got to hit that fifth one, which is flexibility. Your offer may be in Minnesota. You know, the best player we had at Pickens when I coached went to the University of Minnesota. Played the Big Ten. He ended up being an all-Big Ten player. He's a great player. But his, all, his best offer was in Minnesota. That's not the childhood dream, Sam. No it's offense. It's real cold up there. It's cold. But you got to realize what your option is. Some people don't want to play a certain level, whatever. So you got to be flexible on wanting to play. So you got to have the grades one, you got to have the ability two, you got to have the character three, you got to have the work ethic four, and you got to be flexible on you can only like the people that like you, right? Kind of like me back in the day at the prom, Sam, trying to get a date. I can only like the girls <laughs> that like me back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how it is with this. So that's, that's my list for this week, just talk a little recruiting. And, and I know some of that is very simplistic, but you'd be amazed at how many kids don't realize that it must happen in that order. Right. They want to skip straight to I'm a good kid. Well, that's great. You're a good kid. Grades first, ability second, good kid third. You know, it has to be in that order. And so many of them don't know that grades are a real thing. Like they think maybe if you're good enough, they don't worry about that. Yeah. Not true. Not true. And so that's why I picked that today, a little shorter one. But uh, 
I had two weeks worth pinned up in me, so I got excited. So. <laughs> I had to bring it out. I had to bring it out. And that is the coach's checklist. That's great stuff for the young people to listen to. But for the parents for to the listen parents to too. Us, yeah. very much, very much for the parents. All right, we're going to talk with a guy coming up next who had those things uh, because he ended up going to Georgia Tech. So, yeah, he, he had it going over there as well. Played at the highest level. But we're not going to talk with him about that. We're going to talk about his days out at North Clayton High School. School Day's guest is Morgan Burnett. It's com- coming up next. You stay with us on this Friday night. You listen to the Scoreboard Show, the high school scoreboard show here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. more of the high school football scoreboard show brought to you by qc kinetics non-surgical solution for chronic pain and mark spain go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing on sports radio 92.9 the game taking it back back in the days when i was young i'm not a kid anymore but some days i sit and wish i was a kid again it's school days on the high school scoreboard show As sam and coach check in with the legend of georgia high school football brought to you by jim ellis automotive where you can always expect the best on sports radio 92.9 the game all right it's that time in our show and uh, we always love this segment because we get a chance to visit with someone and, and reflect on the school days and and, Coach, the guy we got tonight you know, played the game at its highest level. At the highest level. Highest level, man. But we're not even going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how cold it is in Green Bay? No, nah, we're not even going to talk, gonna talk about, about that. We're not going to talk about how cold it is in Green Bay. We're not yeah. about it's been enough Green Bay talk <laughs> on here. <laughs> I don't know. We got over Georgia Tech, you know, fantastic career there, but we're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about high. It's Friday night, Sam. Okay. It's not Saturday or Sunday. All right. All right. It's Friday night. All right. All right. Well, let me tell you what we got. We got Morgan Burnett here. Had a fantastic career, Super 11 player uh, at North Clayton High School. Uh, he's coaching these days, but his team has tonight off so we can get him to join us. Coach, uh, welcome to, to, to the Scoreboard Show. I uh, appreciate y'all having me on tonight. Great to have you on. Great to hear your voice. And just uh, when we think about you and Friday night, some uh, tremendous times. When you think about those times at North Clayton, and uh, you guys were a feared program on the south side of town. What kind of memories does it bring back for you? Uh, it it brings back a lot of, of great memories because at the time, <clears throat> that's when my brother, Cal Burnett, really got into coaching. So I was probably one of his first real projects <laughs> that he groomed up <laughs> to turn out to be a good athlete. So that was a lot of good time. And I felt around that time, my brother and I was very close. But when we went through our, my high school career, that really brought us closer together, especially with my group of friends. That graduated with me, so it was it was a lot of fun times, a lot of big wins, and uh, it's still times that me and my buddies we talk about to this day. Morgan, what one moment stands out as kind of your favorite or most influential moment during that time at North Clayton? Uh, I think it had to be probably my sophomore year. That was kind of like this game was kind of like my coming out party. We had faced Lovejoy at Twelve O Stadium at the time. That was two thousand five. And at the time, Lovejoy had some top recruits, and I think they was ranked high in the state at the moment. And we coming off a three and seven year from the previous year, so no one really expected much from us. And I just remember my brother was telling us all throughout the summer workout, man, we're gonna shock the world, y'all keep grinding, don't do too much talking, just go out and play. 
And in that game, I came up with, I had like four touchdowns. I threw a like 95-yard touchdown. And we ended up beating Lovejoy 47-0. And I think that kind of what started to get North Clayton's respect back in the county and kind of back on the south side. So I, that was the most memorable for me because I felt like that was my coming out party to Georgia high school awesome. football. You know, I fact check Sam. He's right, forty-seven to nothing. I look second game of the year, forty-seven nothing, twelve Oak Stadium. He he didn't miss a point even. He didn't even give him that forty-eight point. He knew it was right. We're not gonna call Coach Al Hughes up about that because he probably remembers that. He remembers that one too. Remember that one too. Uh, Great games you guys won during that season. Amazing season. You guys were Mays, Southwest DeKalb. What was that win? The win over Southwest DeKalb. How big was that for you? No, that was huge for us because that win we was we was on the road. And they and it made it made worse was I kind of started slow that game. I think I might have popped it off with a, I had a fumble, I had an interception. Whoa. So it, it, you talking about playing through adversity? That was one of those growing pain moments where I had to really grow up as a young teenager, leading the team as a quarterback. But I overcame. We overcame it as a team, and we was able to get do a come from behind victory. So that was big for us against Southwest Cab because that was a good football program. Morgan, you mentioned your brother a couple times. He's the head coach now at North Clayton. Uh, really doing a great job. They're 4-1 and one this year. We've highlighted them a couple times on the show. Uh, how proud are you? How excited is it to see him get that program going in that direction, bringing back some of the days of Morgan Burnett? Uh, I'm, I'm super proud and just super happy for my brother because, man, you talk about a guy that's passionate, not just for the game of football, but just passionate about where we came from. And, you know, he was a – big superstar at our school, and I feel like he, a bias opinion coming from his little brother, but I feel like he was the best player to ever come through North Clayton. And he's passionate about those kids and those young men deeper than just football. And you can just see it when you go back to the school, the impact he has on those young students. So just seeing his team, his program be successful, man, it's it's an awesome thing to see. Folks, we're spending some time talking with Morgan Burnett. Uh, on our school days, and uh, you know, of course, out of North Clayton, you a quarterback and a safety. When did you come off the field? Sound like you were out there the whole game. Yeah, we. I tell you, we had a little model. We didn't come off the field too much. It was it was offense, defense, special teams. So in practice, we had to go extra hard during conditioning before and after practice, just to make sure you can make it through the game. So. It was. I learned quick about hydration. Make sure you drink a lot of water because cramping up, having full body cramp is not. It's not a fun thing to do. <laughs> I hope everybody heard that PSA from Morgan Gabe. Uh, drink some water. <laughs> um, Morgan, you know, you were you were a big time recruit. I do a segment every week about coaching and my time coaching and give some advice. Today I talked about recruiting. So you as I understand it, were also a great track athlete. Talk about playing multiple sports and talk about the process and any advice you have for guys going through that now that want to be you. They want to be a Super Bowl champion. They want to go to Georgia Tech. They want to play in the NFL. What do they need to be doing now? No, I definitely encourage just to play multiple sports. I mean, because nowadays you see where everyone does the specialized training, and that's cool, but I feel like playing multiple sports, it kind of gives your body like a different shock to work different muscles doing different type of movements. So I always encourage to play multiple sports. And there's also a way to showcase your school pride. You represent your school because when you do go out to college, you only get to play one sport. 
So this is probably the last go run you'll have with your buddies to do multiple things. And so I just say play multiple sports to stay in shape. And then with the recruiting process, I just tell guys, man, just even my player, just enjoy the moment, enjoy the process. Don't stress about it. Let the chills fall where they may. And what's for you is for you, man, but enjoy your high school experience. You only get this experience once. And when it's time to go to college, the right school at the right time will pick you up. And when you get there, that's not the finish line, man. You got to get there. When you get to school, you got to compete, work even harder, and try to make plays and get on the field. But tell guys all the time, enjoy this moment, man, because here I am now, retiring NFL vet, and I can remember my high school days like yesterday. So enjoy it because it goes by fast. Morgan, the thing I can remember is those matchups with North Clayton and Riverdale. And it didn't matter what sport it was. Uh, it could be football. And I know when you guys played basketball, they, 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 you know, the fire marshal wouldn't let anybody else in because everybody wanted to show up. But talk about how that felt. Uh, like you said, you guys were playing in different sports and feeling that kind of pride, especially for certain matchups where you know the whole community was really just bought into it. Oh, it, it was fun because those those rivalries are fun because a lot of guys, we either played against each other from Little League all the way up to high school or we might have played together in Little League. But according to where we lived in Clayton County, you had to go to North Clayton or you had to go to Riverdale. So that's why I said the multiple sports because it was almost like, all right, if y'all if y'all got us in football, well, no, I got to go play basketball because gotta, we got to get y'all in basketball. <laughs> well, we get y'all in basketball. Now it's like, all right, well, we got to run track. We got to play baseball. We can't let y'all beat us like that. So it was just that competitive atmosphere, school pride. And it was, man, it was so much fun just seeing the fans show up in the stands, packed house. Those are the games where you wanted to make sure you, you know, submit your legs in the North Clay Riverdale rivalry. Yep. <laughs> That's exciting. That's exciting, Sam, and that's what you what it's all about is hearing these guys who won the Super Bowl, been in big time college football, got big time recruit, and still remembering all the details mm-hmm. of their high school days. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. That, that means what, what what it really meant to them. Oh, what what is it that you carry with you? I know a lot of you get from you know from from your brother. Um, everyone we talk to uh, on this segment talk about something that they got from a coach or you know one of their coaches at high school that they carry with them. To this day, um, what 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 would you say those things are? Uh, the number one thing I would tell you, I tell you with me everywhere, and I still hold on to this day is this was me and my brother's cap first coach. I, that's our dad, Cap Burnett Senior, and he always, no matter what we did, he always would tell us like, no matter what room you in, no matter what football field you on, what locker room you go into, he always say, y'all stay always stay true to yourself. And he will always stay true to yourself, understand who you are, understand what you're capable of. And wherever you step foot on, whether that's high school, college level, NFL level, stay true to yourself and know who you are and know what you're capable of and put your best foot forward. And when you walk out the field, you can live with the results knowing that I gave it everything that I had. I never tried to be something that I wasn't. And I tried to be the best Morgan Burnett I could be. And I still live by that to this day. And I try to teach that to my kids as well. Yeah, Morgan's a coach now, Sam. He's yeah, like, he he's, I'm an old coach. I'm ret- he's he's actually coaching. Uh, <laughs> so, what do you care? What, what's what's Coach Burnett about? Oh, uh, it, it, it's for Coach Burnett. I'm all about you know giving max effort. Tell the guys, man, leave it all out on the field. 
And at the end of the day, win, lose, or draw. You always want to play for the win, but win, lose, or draw. When you cut on that film, I can look back at it and say, I gave it everything I had, and I can live with the results. Whether that's good or bad, whether I learn from it or I try to stay consistent and keep it going. But one thing I want to do is play with maximum effort. I can't control everything, but I can be 100% on my effort. So that's what I preach from Coach Burnett. (laughs) (laughs) Well, who do they ask you about? They they know you played in the league and and, and, and very recently played in the league. Is there somebody that they ask you about or facing a certain team or facing a certain quarterback or receiver? Oh, yeah, Dev. They always ask. I get uh, a lot of the most questions I, I get is who is the hardest guy to cover or who is the best receiver you win against, and who is the hardest guy to tackle. So I tell them all the time, man, Calvin Johnson was, <laughs> oh, <laughs> my was the best receiver, was the best receiver I ever played against. And I'll tell them the hardest guy to tackle, I would say, is like 1A, 1B. 1A, I would say Adrian Peterson, 1B would be Marshawn Lynch. How about that? Well, hey, we, qu- yeah, I get those questions all the time. <laughs> and, and we had Calvin Johnson on this segment. Yes. So yeah. Morgan and Calvin now are, con- are they're equals yeah. on this segment. Yeah. That? Was, what, what, what was it like when you got to face him? Because you guys were in the same division. Uh, what, what, what was that like? Oh, man, it was it was like you, you watch him on film and you hear all the things about him. Just being from Atlanta and Georgia, Georgia Tech, I know the history of Calvin Johnson. But it's just, just hey, he's good as advertised. And I'm telling you, man, you, and it's different. You see the speed on TV, but you got to – you see the speed sitting in the stand, but it's a different speed when, when you lined up across yeah. from him, man. He know how to pick him up and put him down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two Georgia high school legends there. How about, how about that? that? How about that? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Morgan, we appreciate you spending some time with us, especially with your team being off tonight. Folks, you already know he's – he, uh, Coach Burnett is coaching over at Walton, and they're off to a tremendous start this season. Fantastic team. Fantastic team, and uh, you guys got a got, got, got a break tonight. And, um, you know, what was what's it like been so far this season for you? Oh, it's been fun. It's, it's been a lot of fun. I enjoy it, man. Just, just to be able to, you know, I can no longer play now, but just staying connected to the game and just seeing the young athlete, you know, the best of thrill I get out of is just being able to, give back to the game and teach a kid something that I learned along the way. And you see a kid understand it and go out and make a play and be successful. I mean, it's awesome. It's fun. Uh, it's a good group of coaches around there. Awesome kids. Oh man, they, they really make it fun. And it kind of reminds you of the beauty of this game and why you were really started playing it in the first place. So I enjoy every moment of it. Fantastic. Fantastic, man. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Uh, reflecting on, on some of your times at North Clayton. Uh, you guys were awesome program down there, and you and your brother and your brothers carrying things forward down there. Got them off to a great start. Morgan Burnett, thanks so much for spending some time and talking about your school days with us tonight. I appreciate y'all having me. Thank you. All right, all right, folks. Morgan Burnett talking about it. We didn't talk to him about Cole Green Bay, but 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 he did talk about facing Calvin. <laughs> I don't think School, college, NFL, <laughs> CFL, parking lot. I don't. I, <laughs> but what Morgan didn't say was a lot of people didn't want to glide up against him either. It <laughs> <laughs> was great to hear it to hear him share that. Um, the absolutely guys who come from the same town and from the same college uh, lining up against each other at the professional level. It was great to hear that tonight. Great, enjoy that. All right, we're headed for the nine o'clock hour into our second hour. Uh, we got more. 
updates from our reporters. It's some of our games ahead of the halftime. We're going to have some halftime check-ins. John Batnarowski from Marietta Daily Journal going to check in with him as well. You stay with us into our second hour, the 9 o'clock hour, here on the Scoreboard Show, your high school scoreboard show. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game at 92.9thegame.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.